Bethany Covenant Church Sermon Podcast. We are a multi-generational community in Berlin, Connecticut. Our services are held Sundays at 9.30 a.m., and you can find out more about us at www.bethanycovenant.org. Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining us in worship. I pray that this is a wonderful opportunity for you to begin to celebrate the Christmas season as we look forward to the coming of Jesus. Last Saturday, a week ago Saturday, in fact, I was driving my five-year-old granddaughter, Kennedy, home from a sleepover she had with Grammy and Pops. We were talking about Christmas, and she said, Pops, you know what I like about Christmas? And I responded, no, what? And her answer, I like all the presents I get. I was moved by her unashamed and childlike delight at being blessed at Christmas by the presents. Then after a few moments, I said to her, I remember when your daddy said something like that to me when he was your age. But you know what? I think your daddy loves seeing how happy you are opening the presents that he and your mommy wrap for you. They love you very much. Almost instantly, she said, I love them too, Pops. And I love you and Grammy also. Being blessed is a happy and warm feeling of love. This morning, I want to speak to you about being blessed by God through his son, Jesus. Pray with me that we will feel loved, warmed, and blessed. Heavenly Father, may the words I speak, the thoughts behind them, be from you, and be your blessing upon these people whom we both love and long to bless. In the name of your son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Blessing. It's what's known as a transitive verb, meaning the action carries from the subject to the object, and in fact, it requires an object in order to be complete. Blessing is the action of one who blesses by promoting or contributing to happiness, well-being, or prosperity. The Bible is filled with blessings. In Numbers chapter 6, one that's very common for us to hear, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. And then there's 2 Corinthians 13, 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Those are just two of many well-known blessings in the scriptures. There are also many little-known blessings in the Bible. For example, Deuteronomy 33, beginning in verse 13, and this is a gorgeous blessing. May the Lord bless this land. It's his land. And the precious dew from heaven above with the deep waters that lie below. With the best the sun brings forth and the finest the moon can yield. With the choicest gifts of the ancient mountains and the fruitfulness of the everlasting hills. With the best gifts of the earth and its fullness and the favor of him who dwelt in the burning bush. And one of my favorite, Ruth chapter 2, verse 4. As Boaz came upon the harvesters working in his fields, he would say, The Lord be with you. And the workers would shout back to Boaz, The Lord bless you. There are hundreds of examples of God blessing his people. He blessed them by rescuing them, of course, from slavery in Egypt. 
He blessed them by giving them dry land to pass through the sea. He blessed them by sending manna to feed them when they were in the wilderness. He blessed them by giving water out of a rock, no less, to quench their thirst. He blessed them by giving the Ten Commandments to reveal not only his ways, but also the need they would have for a redeeming Savior. God blessed them by sending prophets to lead them back to him when they had strayed. And God blessed them by sending his son Jesus as the Redeemer Savior he had promised. Jesus, like his father, also blessed people. Jesus blessed people by healing them. The blind could see. The lame walked. The deaf could hear again. And the lepers were cleansed. Jesus blessed the poor by giving them hope. Jesus blessed the children by laying his hands on them. Jesus blessed women by giving them place in the community of faith. Jesus blessed people by listening to them, by stopping to speak with them, by including them, by loving them, by forgiving them. And if we listen and observe carefully, we discover a key ingredient to blessing. It's listening. God listened all the time. God listened to the cries of his people. God listened to the prayers of his people. And then God blessed them. But there was first a blessing in the listening. Jesus listened all the time. Nearly every encounter with Jesus is an interruption made by someone trying to get his attention. Jesus would stop, he would listen, and then he would act. Bartimaeus, a blind man who shouted out for help, Jesus stopped and listened and healed him. An unnamed woman who touched his robe in order to be healed, Jesus stopped, sought her out, and declared, The one in whom you have faith has healed you. A thief on the cross asked simply to be remembered. Jesus listened to him and promised him paradise that very day. In every encounter, Jesus would listen. Then Jesus responded with a blessing. But first, there was a blessing in the listening. Listening and hearing are extremely important in the scriptures. We find the word hear a total of 1,700 times in the Bible. We find the word listen a total of 412 times in the Bible. A combined 2,112 times, I believe that the message given here is that listening and hearing are extremely important to God. And in contrast, we find the word love a total of 686 times in the Bible, and the word bless found 389 times. Listening and hearing have a priority. God spoke out about Jesus, identifying him as his son on two particular occasions, and these are important to note for the lesson today. The first was at Jesus' baptism. Here's what the Bible tells us. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. And the second is at Jesus' transfiguration. On this occasion, God says exactly the same things he did at the baptism, plus these three words, listen to him. The second account brings clarity to the message of listening, especially telling me to whom I should listen. God calls me as a follower of Jesus to listen to him. But I'm also called to listen 
by other followers of Jesus. Listen to what God instructed the Apostle John to write in the Revelation. Blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. Revelation 1.3 Then God gave John a message to deliver to each of the churches in Asia Minor. In each of these messages, we will find the following phrase. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. James, Jesus' stepbrother and the leader of the church in Jerusalem, wrote the first letter that's included in our New Testament. And in it, he writes, be quick to listen. In other words, listen first. The sense I get in the scripture is that listening is a key ingredient to blessing. That is, listening is the first step to blessing another. But I have a caution. Like with most things, there are people who will take a truth and put it in a box. So it is with listening. There are some who will listen and that's all they do. Nothing else. They only listen. This is not the intent. And James recognized this concern, so he continued in his letter and said this. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law, what is the perfect law? It's the law of love. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. James 1, 22 to 25. When it comes to blessing, Jesus is inspiring. Listen to this. One day some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could touch them and bless them. But the disciples told them not to bother Jesus. But when Jesus saw what was happening, he was very displeased with his disciples. He said to them, let the children come to me. Don't stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I assure you, anyone who doesn't have their kind of faith will never get into the kingdom of God. Then he took the children into his arms and placed his hands on their heads and blessed them. My entire ministry life, has been inspired by what Jesus did with children. In fact, as a youth pastor in my early years, this was the phrase that guided me. If you love and bless the children like Jesus did, the whole family will be drawn to Jesus. But Jesus didn't just love and bless the children. He also loved and blessed adults. Listen to this. This happens on the North Shore of the Sea of Galilee. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Or as I like to say, Blessed are people who are not so full of themselves. There's room for God and his kingdom in their lives. Jesus continued, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Or as I like to say, God and God's people comfort those who are broken. What a blessing that is. Jesus continued, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Or as I like to say, 
The humble recognize and are blessed to know the beauty, the balance, and the resilience of God's creation. Jesus continued, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Or as I would like to say, those who drive for doing the right thing will be blessed with success. Jesus continues, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Or as I like to say, by being merciful, one receives mercy in return. Everyone is blessed this way. Jesus continues, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Or as I like to say, God reveals himself to those who have a single-minded passion for him. Jesus continued, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. And as I like to say, making peace is a blessing to others and is a sure sign of being God's child. Jesus continues, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And as I like to say, persecution for doing right things is tragic, but doing right things reveals that we are citizens of God's heaven. And finally, Jesus says, Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Or as I like to say, maligned for being a Jesus follower is a cause for rejoicing. The Bible is filled with others like you, so you're in good company and will be fully and eternally blessed. Do you know the last thing Jesus did before ascending back to heaven? This is his last action before returning to heaven to be with his Father and preparing a place for us. Listen. When Jesus had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them, his disciples. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Luke 24, 50 and 51. So how does this apply to our lives? Let me give you three examples before we close. Writer Charles Swindoll once found himself with too many commitments in too few days. He became quite stressed about his situation and eventually wrote about it in his book, Stress Fractures. I quote from it. He is speaking. I was snapping at my wife and our children, choking down my food at mealtimes and feeling irritated at those unexpected interruptions throughout the day. Before long, things around our home started reflecting the pattern of my hurry-up style. It was becoming unbearable. I distinctly remember after supper one evening the words of our younger daughter, Colleen. She wanted to tell me something important that had happened to her at school that day. She began hurriedly, Daddy, I want to tell you something, and I'll tell you really fast. Suddenly realizing her frustration, I answered, Honey, you can tell me, and you don't have to tell me really fast. Say it slowly. I'll never forget her response. Then listen slowly. A second experience I had was in the Navajo Nation in Arizona. In the mid-1970s, I was on a mission trip to the Navajo Nation, and I had the opportunity to spend some time with one of the tribal chiefs 
who happened to be a Christian. He was an exceedingly kind and thoughtful man, one of those who made the best of even the worst of challenges. And I had noticed as we had visited several families that they lived in their hogans, and within perhaps 50 feet, there were these 18 by 24 foot cinder block structures with a metal roof. I asked him what they were for. His response, well, those were built by the U.S. government and were supposed to be our new homes. They're bigger than the hoguns we lived in for centuries, but they're colder in the winter and hotter in the summer. And when it rains, the noise of the rain on the roof is louder than thunder. The government never asked us what we needed. They just built those for us. So we use them for storage. Oftentimes, the best blessings need the express, meet the express needs of people. This is why listening is so crucial. And asking the question, what do you need? What would be helpful for you? In the third application and illustration, General George Marshall, when asked about how he handled so many people, said this. Number one, I listened to the other person's story. Number two, I listened to the other person's full story. And number three, I listened to the other person's full story first. Do you want to be blessed? Listen to God, and most particularly to his son, Jesus. And then do what God tells you. Do you want to be a blessing? Well, then listen to others. And then do what God tells you. Pray with me. Father, we want to bless. And we are inspired by Jesus. Help us to listen to him. Help us to do what he tells us. In his name we pray, always. Amen.